Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Happy Monday, football fans, and welcome into another edition of the Chase Podcast. I'm Isaac Signs, and I thank you for joining me. In today's episode, I will preview Monday night's matchup between the Chiefs and Rams. The Chiefs are riding high as the number one seed in the AFC, but will face their stiffest challenge yet against a one-loss Rams team. While much of the buzz has been about Patrick Mahomes and their explosive offense, the Chiefs' defense has been making steady progress as a unit. D. Ford says their improved play will help them become a more balanced team on both sides of the ball. We can't really rely, especially late in the season, off of uh, a lot of points from our offense. They're tremendous, but we can be tremendous also in the same thing for special teams. So once we play like that as a, as a unit, um, this team can be really great. The Rams interplay with a 9-1 record and will look to establish themselves as the NFL's best team by knocking off the Chiefs. One component to their success has been their high-powered offense, and the Rams know they'll have to outscore Kansas City to come out on top. Jared Goff noted the prominent matchup between the two teams and looks forward to dueling it out at the L.A. Coliseum. They're a great team, and like I said, we're a great team. And um, you know, they're explosive on offense, they're good on defense, and I think we're very similar in that regard. And uh, it'll be it'll be a fun one. You know, it'll be a very fun one, and, and one that's kind of been coming together now for a while. I will discuss all that and more coming up in the latest episode of the Chase Podcast.
Happy Monday, football fans. It is Monday, November 19th. Thanksgiving week is here, so I certainly hope that you're able to spend this time with friends, with family, enjoy the moment. I know I'm looking forward to seeing my family as well, spending some quality time, watching some good football as we always do each and every Thanksgiving season. Today I wanted to provide a quick preview for you because I will not be putting out podcasts on Wednesday and Friday of this week. Do not worry or sweat it. I will be uploading a podcast next Monday to preview the Titans and Texans game and we'll get back on my normal schedule of Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. But since it is a special holiday week, I will not be putting out my other two podcasts this week. So we got a great matchup tonight, don't we? The 9-1 Kansas City Chiefs against the 9-1 Los Angeles Rams. This has been the matchup that really has been circled on people's calendars since the beginning of the season. We've all come to see how both of these offenses have been well-oiled machines up to this point. No defense has been able to stop Patrick Mahomes or Jared Goff. Now this game is certainly an interesting one because it was initially scheduled to take place in Mexico City at Estadio Azteca, but the poor field conditions, the NFL began discussions about concerns regarding players getting injured playing on those unsafe field conditions. I know that stadium had hosted a couple of events and long story short, They deemed that it was too risky to allow these teams to play on that surface. And so they relocated the matchup to Los Angeles. So this is going to be a typical home game for the Rams. But one thing I thought was really cool was the Rams are giving out tickets to first responders who have been dealing with those ferocious California fires. And so... I do send my thoughts, my prayers, and my condolences for all the lives that have been lost there in California through the many fires that have been going on. So I do want to take the time to send my prayers out to all those who have been affected by these tragic events. So I thought that was a really special thing for this Rams franchise to do and a way of getting people's minds off what's going on, whether they lost their homes completely, whatever the case is. And of course, it's not a long-term fix, right? But it is a football game and it's something that can help these people cope with what they're going through as well as taking back probably the best matchup of the season up to this point. And so now looking at both of these teams, okay, here's what makes this matchup So intriguing and highly anticipated, as I just stated, 9-1 record for both the Chiefs and Rams. Get this, it's the fifth time since the 1970 AFL-NFL merger that teams with one or fewer losses meet this late in the season. Of course, this is excluding the strike shortened 1982 season it will also be the first time one loss teams from different conferences meet in week 11 or later now 
We could be having a Super Bowl preview on our hands. Only time will tell, right? But here's another fact of information. The Chiefs, who are averaging 6.95 yards per play, and the Rams, who are averaging 6.91 yards per play, are both averaging a combined 6.9 yards per play. And according to the Elias Sports Bureau, there has never been a season in which multiple teams average 6.9 yards per play through 10 games or more. So talk about explosiveness coming from both sides of the ball. Sean McVay, Andy Reid, they have their offenses humming to a level that is just really unbelievable at this point, what they've been able to do so far and so deep into the regular season. Now, shifting the focus toward L.A. a little bit. Okay, no team is as consistently dominating as the Rams in terms of stats. They have the league's second best offense by way of the second best rushing production and fifth best passing attack. And then on defense, they've stayed strong despite losing a keep to leave. And yes, they've been a little vulnerable, giving up a lot of yards through the air, but they rank 13th in total defense. Despite tons of garbage time and a lot of possessions in general that they've had to go out on the field and defend because their offense moves the ball so quickly and puts up points. But the Chiefs, to their credit, they're very close to the Rams when it comes to overall stats. They have the third best offense, fourth best passing attack, and 13th best ground attack. Their defense has struggled. However, they have been able to pick up their level of play. You're seeing guys like D. Ford get after the quarterback and being a force, Breland speaks. And so they have made some improvements in that category. So this will truly be a test of the Titans of the NFL season. And whoever wins this game will more than likely be declared the best team in the sport as we move into week number 12 so on that note, I have three key matchups that I want to break down here before I give you my prediction. The first one, which is the headliner that everybody's discussing, Tyreek Hill against Marcus Peters, who will be playing against his former team in prime time. So you know this is a game that Peters has really been anticipating since the time he was traded. And while he came out and joined NFL Network for an interview a couple days after the trade went down and spoke highly about Andy Reid and his respect for the organization. You know that these players, they carry a lot of baggage when it comes to being traded from a team where you thought you were going to spend the rest of your career. So I'm sure this has significance and importance to it. For Marcus Peters and boys, he's gonna have his hands full going up against the cheetah, Tyreek Hill. Judging by the statistics, the analytics, and just the general view from scouts, Marcus Peters has taken a stunning dive this season from being a first team all pro to among the least effective players at his position. And that's pretty hard to believe because this is a corner that is consistently making plays on the ball, making interceptions, always finding creative ways to create turnovers. But his ineffectiveness in LA is certainly worth detailing. 
He has already given up more touchdowns than either of his last two seasons in Kansas City. In fact, entering last week's game, quarterbacks had 145.2 passer rating when throwing at Peters, and this is according to Pro Football Focus. And the worst he did in three years with the Chiefs was a passer rating of 67.1. So that's a pretty drastic dip in production from Marcus Peters. In each of the last two seasons, Pro Football Focus rated Peters as one of the league's 20 best cornerbacks in coverage. This year, he's last among 72 corners who've played at least 50% of the snaps. So again... Marcus Peters, I understand not having Tlaib out there on the other side to take some pressure off of him probably plays a factor in that, but there's really no excuse for the way he hasn't been able to limit opposing receivers and quarterbacks are actually targeting him every single week. Now, Tyreek Hill, this guy is considered a matchup nightmare for opposing teams, Because of his game-changing speed and his explosiveness, he has 55 receptions, 891 yards, and 9 touchdowns on the season. Mind you, he's already had 3 games with 115 or more receiving yards this season. He is a favorite target of Patrick Mahomes, and it's just like a perfect marriage because Mahomes... This guy can launch a ball 60 to 70 yards down the field from the pocket. And then he has a player like Hill who's got that 4-2 speed to go track it down and haul in big home run hitting plays. And the thing about Hill is that he doesn't necessarily need a whole lot of receptions to do damage. He can have three receptions for 105 yards and a touchdown and he's going to send opposing defenses reeling. It's because of The quick strike mentality. Once he gets the ball in his hands, this guy is ultra dangerous with the way he's able to navigate in the open field. It doesn't matter if you have him corralled or pressured up against the sideline. This guy will find a way. His agility, it's like he's shot out of a cannon every time he takes a step up the field. So this matchup right here could prove to be a huge factor as to if this Rams defense can stop Mahomes in the whining minutes of a game. So look for these two guys to see plenty of each other. And I'm not so sure if this bodes well for Peters, who's really looking just for a game to get back on his feet. But this matchup certainly is not one of those where he can come out and get a confidence booster. This is a game where he better come out and look like the Marcus Peters of old, where he's able to lock down wide receivers and make plays on the ball. So do not be surprised to see Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, go right at Marcus Peters and take a couple of shots down the field early into this ball game. Now, the second matchup I want to break down is also another receiver versus corner matchup, except for different teams. And this one is Brandon Cooks against Orlando Scandrick, the veteran for the Kansas City Chiefs, the former Dallas Cowboy and Washington Redskin very briefly. But with Cooper Cup going down for Los Angeles, he suffered that torn ACL last weekend, which was just a big blow to not only Cup, but to this Rams offense. You know how much he meant to Jared Goff's success, especially in the red zone. But with no more Cup, 
Look for Cooks to move into the slot position, play a lot more there, while Josh Reynolds will probably get more looks on the outside due to his length and his ability to win those 50-50 balls against longer cornerbacks. But Skandrick, the 31-year-old, this guy, everybody thought he was done when he got cut by Washington. People question, hey man, if this guy can't even hang on to a job for more than a couple of months, maybe the Cowboys were right in trying to get rid of him. He's on a decline, but it looks like he's had a little bit of a rejuvenation in Kansas City. He's still not that same prime Orlando Skandrick who's coming up and making plays every single possession, but he certainly has not been a liability for a Kansas City secondary that has had their issues this season as well. Skandrick has 27 tackles, 10 pass defenses, and one interception. And now his specialty is playing in the slot. You saw him assume those duties a lot for the Dallas Cowboys. And that's something that Sutton has really banked on having a veteran like Skandrick playing him on the opposing team's number one slot wideout, and I expect that to be Brandon Cooks. Now, Cooks, who is not as explosive as Tyreek Hill in terms of his speed, he is pretty darn close in that regard. Brandon Cooks, this guy is a firecracker coming off the line of scrimmage. He's quick. He can create separation. And this game, I think, if any, we're going to prove how much Skandrick has left in the tank, it would be this game. Because if Skandrick can at least stay with Cooks and run him down the field and put out an adequate performance, then you can say, hey man, this guy Skandrick, he's still got a couple years ahead of him. But going up against the dynamic receiver in Cooks who makes opposing corners look silly because his ability to burst right out of his stance and get down the field. And you know Jared Goff, who's been very accurate this season, has put the ball in position for Brandon Cooks to go track the ball down and make a play on it. So this matchup, just like Tyreek Hill and Marcus Peters, this one will be another big one. I think the biggest one for the Rams going up against this Chiefs defense. You know, you still got Robert Woods, who I'm sure Kendall Fuller, the longer corner, will be playing Robert Woods. And Woods has been a very big addition to this Rams offense. By the way, he's been able to pick up the slack for Cup being gone. And he's been a true number one wide receiver for the Rams. But Brandon Cooks, who's now going to be in the slot a little bit more, We'll definitely be seeing plenty of Orlando Skandrick. And look for Skandrick, who's a little bit more of an aggressor at the line of scrimmage. He likes to play jam. So I'm sure he's going to try to be as physical as he can with Brandon Cooks trying to affect him and knock him off his route tree. All right, the last one here, and I think this is not a one-on-one -on -one matchup, so to speak, but I look at the Kansas City pass rush against the Los Angeles Rams pass rush. Because whichever team can generate more pressure is likely going to put their team in position to win this game. You look at Kansas City, you got D4, Justin Houston, who's been banged up and looks like he may be able to play tonight. And Breland Speaks, the rookie, who has been a force for Kansas City as well. And then you look at the Rams. You got Aaron Donald, Ndamukong Sue, Dante Fowler, who they acquired at the trade deadline. Whichever these defensive fronts can get after the quarterback will prove to be the winner of this game in my eyes because we've all seen Patrick Mahomes I mean defenses have pretty much rolled out 
a bevy of different looks, bringing in corner blitzes, bringing in disguise blitzes, having linebackers spy on Mahomes, but this guy, his mobility and his knack for putting the ball in tight windows on the run, throwing it 60 yards off his back foot, this guy is almost just impossible to defend against, but if the Los Angeles Rams and Wade Phillips, who is an aggressive play caller, if they can find out ways and soft spots and weaknesses of this stout Chiefs offensive line to attack him, make him uncomfortable, and win quick at the line of scrimmage, that could help this secondary and Marcus Peters and LaMarcus Joyner trying to keep these explosive weapons that Kansas City has. Because you look at Sammy Watkins, who's also got 4-3 speed. He's just taller and a bigger body. And then, of course, Travis Kelsey. I'm assuming Mark Barron, that hybrid linebacker slash safety who has background playing the back end, may be able to carry Travis Kelsey a little bit. And then for the Rams, Jared Goff isn't as mobile as Patrick Mahomes. So that should even be more motivation for Kansas City to corral him in the pocket. D. Ford and Justin Houston, they have been a nice one-two punch, although they really haven't seen the field together because injuries. But when both of these guys, and if they can get on the field at the same time, then the Rams are going to have their issues of their own. Yes, their offensive line has been very good. You look at Andrew Whitworth, who's been holding his own, and Rob Havenstein at the right tackle, and he's been an anchor in pass protection. But both of those tackles for the Rams are a little bit more heavy set and specialize in getting the run game going with Todd Gurley. So D. Ford and Houston, who are a little bit more quicker off the edge, not so heavy, they may have the advantage capturing the edge against these tackles. And if they can affect Jared Goff and his comfort level, then for them, that could be a big win in that regard. So these pass rushes are going to have to come to play tonight because if you give both of these quarterbacks enough time to survey the field, look at all their reads, we may just have 60 to 70 points coming from both teams, which could break the scoreboard literally and figuratively. You know what I mean, but it's going to be a great matchup. I'm so much looking forward to seeing the running back matchup as well. Kareem Hunt, Todd Gurley, two of the best running backs in the NFL this season. You know Todd Gurley, how much he's involved in this Rams offensive attack. Same for Kareem Hunt. So you're going to see two dynamic runners who are such big pieces to what these teams do and a part of that successful formula that these teams use to win ball games. I am so much looking forward to seeing how this game unfolds and it's ultimately going to come down to which coach can outsmart the other. Sean McVay, a brilliant young offensive-minded coach going up against Andy Reid who's kind of the veteran in this matchup. He's been around a long time. He knows other coaches' tendencies. He's pumped out a nice coaching tree. You look at Doug Peterson, the most recent one, won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. So this guy has a deep playbook on offense and he knows how to really work the pace and tempo of the game. And now for my game prediction, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Los Angeles Rams. They're at home at the LA Coliseum. 
I think they're going to be playing with a little bit more purpose considering what's been going on in California. And I know I like to leave these factors outside of the game result, but it's going to be a special moment for them having those first responders. I think that's going to give them an edge. I don't think that's going to win the game for them, but I think having home field will be a big factor because if this game was at Arrowhead, I mean, I would probably lean towards the Kansas City Chiefs. But in the end, I feel like Wade Phillips, who's seen many different superstar quarterbacks i think he'll dial up a plan that can help this defensive line get to mahomes enough to create some turnovers but i certainly do not think there will be a shortage of points i have the rams winning this one 42 to 37 it's going to come down to which offense has the ball last and i see another big game from todd Gurley going up against the chiefs rush defense that has struggled this season and that'll be enough to get Los Angeles to 10-1 and and Kansas City to 9-2. and So buckle up and let's enjoy some great football this week. Well, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed my game preview. As I mentioned, I will not have a podcast on Wednesday or Friday. I'll be back the following Monday. Enjoy this Thanksgiving time with your family. God bless and take care. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.